Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Testing, testing. Still way too loud. Can you get Jamie? Can you please come get Ellie? Okay, let's try this again. You're listening to The Neurodivergent Nurse, and I'm your host, Jamie. I'm a registered nurse who has ADHD. On this podcast, we will talk all things ADHD. I'm really just beginning to learn about this diagnosis and how to navigate through it, but I am so excited to take you on this messy and raw journey with me so that we can learn together. So let's get started. I remember starting my job, my adventure as a travel nurse. There was a friend that I had made over the past year. We became very close during that time, and we went out to celebrate my dream job working in the neuro ICU at Johns Hopkins. And we were talking about all the things and the excitement. And she said, I, "I can't, I can't wait to hear all about it. I can't wait until you come back to visit. Best friends forever. I don't know." But I remember telling her, "I'm really not good at keeping." friends. I'm not I'm not a good friend person when there's distance involved. I have very few friends that I've maintained more than five years. I was aware of the reality and the lack of friendships in my life, but I thought that it came down to a problem with me. I thought that I just wasn't able to manage. I wasn't capable of having friends, of staying invested. I So I just put it back on myself. I am not a good person that can maintain friendships through distance. Maybe you've had the same situation. If you have ADHD, I'm willing to bet that potentially you have the same feeling. But really, my feeling came down to what is wrong with me? I know it's partially due to the fact that I can't keep up and I can't stay invested in people's lives when my world is going on all around me, especially if I'm not around them often. But with friendships, I also have this feeling of impending doom almost, that nothing is really going to last, that I'm not that important for people to stay in my life forever. I'm the person that pours all that I have into someone as long as they will allow me to if they're around me. But chances are they're going to disappear. I'm going to make them mad. They're going to find out that I'm not that that pretty shiny person that they think that I am. And when they find out that I am a flawed individual, they're going to turn around and leave. And spoiler alert, that has happened more times than I can count in my lifetime. But guess what? If you have ADHD, there's a good chance that you experience this as well. I mean, it turns out that people with ADHD they really have a tough time keeping friends. So we know that one of the best ways to find happiness in your life is through close friendships, right? But if you have ADHD, like I just said, you already know that finding and maintaining these friendships can be so much harder than what it sounds. We often get so caught up in our own lives, combined with trying to manage all this happening, that we often fail to think about others and what we can do for them. 
Obviously, I shared a very tiny glimpse into some of the struggles that I have with maintaining friendships with a person with ADHD, but there are some challenges that other people experience as well if they have ADHD in maintaining friendships. One, you feel overwhelmed. When we're overwhelmed, even thinking about doing just one thing is one thing too many. If this, quote, one more thing, end quote, is for someone else, it can easily never make it to our personal radars. Two, you think it's not important. We convince ourselves friendships just aren't important. Or we believe that the opportunity to show a friend that we care about them and that they are important to us comes and goes so often, it doesn't matter if you miss some of them. Friends that don't feel acknowledged and appreciated on a regular basis can often fall to the wayside as they ask themselves, what is there in this relationship for me? I, I personally have lost a friend because I was too focused on myself during a very difficult time in my life that I was suffering from some depression as well, that they told me I was just too selfish in focusing on me and therefore the friendship needed to end. Okay, well, the next reason, you get bored. Some people with ADHD enjoy having friends, but often get bored with them. They feel the need that they just need a break. They find it hard to be consistent and regularly enjoying their company, regularly paying them attention, and providing them with goodwill. And let's be honest, how many times do you make plans to go out with your friends and it sounds great? You're really looking forward to it. You have plans made for next Friday. You're going to go out. You're going to have dinner. You're going to have drinks. You're going to maybe go to a concert. Well, Thursday night, Friday morning rolls around. How do you feel about going out? I am willing to bet that oftentimes, whenever it comes to actually going out with your friends, you may suddenly get some form of anxiety. You may wish that you could put it off. You may wish that you never made those plans to begin with, even though this is someone that you care about as a friend, that you love as a friend. You just get bored. Okay, the next one. You choose interest over people. Sometimes, We allow something else to take precedence over how we spend our time. All right, for example, you might choose to learn a new video game over going to a movie with a friend if that interests you more. Some of us, we enjoy work more. Some of us, we want to study. Some of us, we just want to paint. It does happen occasionally. The next one, you're inconsistent. Some other day, we are erratic we have fickle behavior. Sometimes we actually act like we want to be with someone one day, but then we don't really want to see them again for several months. That's that's not the way to handle friendships. The person on the receiving end of this kind of friendship might feel used and they may think that we only contact them when we have nothing better to do. Here's another. You have a poor memory. An additional challenge for many people with ADHD is poor memory, right? What are the names of your best friend's three children? Who's having a baby? When the heck is your best friend's birthday? If you can narrow it down to the month, I'm impressed with you. Now, narrow it down to the day. Even though you may have spent every single birthday with them for the last three years. You know what month it is. And how how many times have you gone through, if you use Facebook, how many times have you gone through Facebook to look because you know the month to see when you wish them a happy birthday so that you will actually be on time to wish them a happy birthday this year 
Is it just me? I'm willing to bet it's not. But people want to feel that they're important, that their activities, their successes, their failures are shared and valued by their friends. Friends who consistently say, I don't remember that, or I forgot you told me that. Those friends, aka us, give the impression that we didn't care enough to remember. All right, here's the next. You avoid topics that are important to your friends. Hang with me on this one. You may avoid certain topics because you don't remember key information. You're, if this is the situation, it's going to be really hard to build a long-term relationship because it, it makes us unable to share these memories, to share these details of our time together. And that, that gives the impression that we're not truly interested in our friends and that we don't value their, their friendship, which we know is not true. Okay. So, of course, I'm not just going to tell you all the ways that you fail in a friendship, uh, but you, you don't really, you know what I'm getting at. I'm going to give you some tips that we can offset our poor memory so that we can be better friends. It's one of the hardest challenges, and unfortunately, our poor memory isn't going to go away. So here's some strategies that we can use to minimize the impact with our friends. One, make notes on your friends. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but it's going to help. Include their likes, their dislikes, their interests, their important relationships, their activities, and look over them before the next time you get together with them. All right, so the second one, subscribe to a service. What in the world does that mean? There are services out there that will send birthday cards and other important events for you. You can set it up for a whole year at one time. I'm going to try and put it in the show notes so that you can utilize it and not miss any more birthdays. Number three, write down the names of anyone new that you meet and review it occasionally. You may forget that you formed a really great relationship with your girlfriend's friend's wife. I don't know. Write it down because it's going to help you remember those people. It's going to put them in front of you. It's going to jog your memory. And then, you know what? You may want to hang out with them because you remembered what a great time that you had with them a month ago. Okay, number four, prepare before Prepare before meeting with someone that you haven't seen for a while. Ask about what you know is important to them and what's going on in their lives. Demonstrate that you remember important details that they have told you. This is where the notes may come back to help you out. With us having ADHD, we really do have so much to contribute to relationships. We're enthusiastic, we're creative, we have a lot of energy, we're funny, and there's so many more things. Don't keep those amazing traits from others by not giving them the chance to know you better. If you can learn and practice healthy techniques like the ones that I just gave you, you will be on your way to a bounty of good relationships and an ever-ready supply of meaningful friendships. But there are a couple things that I want to remind you and that I want to leave you with as we discuss formulating friendships and continuing friendships. The first thing that I really want you to remember is that you are just fine just as you are. You don't need to change who you are. You only need to change the way you interact with people. You already are interesting, just like I said, and enthusiastic and funny and most importantly, you are worthy of friendship. It's just a matter of letting people know that about you. 
Another thing that you need to remember, be honest. Most people appreciate when you're honest about your own limitations. If you're comfortable with it, tell your friends about your ADHD and how it can make you behave. If your behavior affects a friendship, like interrupting someone, apologize immediately and then, you know, invite them to continue on what they were saying. And as I was saying that you're funny earlier, learn to laugh at yourself. This this doesn't only stop you from beating yourself up, it disarms people who want to pick on you. If someone says, you're such a chatterbox. Yeah, well, reply back and say, yeah, I know. And have a giggle, even if it hurts. If they think it doesn't bother you, they're going to stop soon enough. And most importantly, most importantly, you are a good friend. As I said a few minutes ago, you have a lot to contribute. Just just recognize those attributes that you have and know that you are worthy of a great and fulfilling friendship with people. If you enjoyed this podcast and you took something away from it, be sure to like it, leave a comment on whatever listening platform you are, make sure you leave five stars. Also follow me on Instagram. I share a lot of great stuff there. It is the Neurodivergent Nurse. If you're on TikTok, I put a lot of great content out there that's kind of funny, it's relatable, it helps you be seen, you may even learn something. On TikTok, I am also the Neurodivergent Nurse. I have a community that I hope to be creating soon on Facebook. I already have it set up, but I need to dive more into it. It is the Neurodivergent Nurses. It's a Facebook group on there that I hope eventually we can get enough people that come there to talk about things, whether you're a nurse or not. But if you have ADHD, it is a place that we can all collaborate. We can talk and we can learn things from each other on there as well. We're going to end this podcast episode with a joke. Van Gogh was always thought to have ADHD. Turns out he was only half listening. Hope you all have a beautiful week and I can't wait to talk to you again next Tuesday.